Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bill Young Grow Wealthy Podcast. My name is Hulita Shree. Today, we're going to be breaking down episode eight, season 13 of the A&E TV series Hoarders. In this episode, Martha, who is a mother, grandmother, and retired secretary living in San Antonio, Texas, suffers from compulsive hoarding. She also suffers from diabetes and kidney disease. Today, we are going to use Martha as a case study to better understand how a person can become a hoarder. Without further ado, let's get into this. This episode begins showing Martha entering her home and being bombarded with mountains of bags and boxes that she has to navigate through in order to walk through her house. In addition to her hoarding, she is also living without proper running water because the pipes in her home burst and were never repaired. In order for Martha to get herself cleaned up, she uses wipes to clean her body and dry shampoo to wash her hair. Whenever she has to go to the restroom, she would go inside of a bucket and throw her waste outside in the yard. Martha has an adult daughter named Ileana, but she's never told her about her water situation because she didn't want her to worry. When Martha got a call saying that the hospital found a matching kidney donor, she underwent the surgery. Martha's daughter Ileana offered for her mom to come and stay with her, her husband, her kids while she recovered for about three months. Now that you have some background history about the show, let's define what is meant by hoarding or compulsive hoarding. The show Hoarders defines compulsive hoarding as a mental disorder marked by an obsessive need to acquire and keep things, even if the items are worthless, hazardous, or unsanitary. Hoarders reports that up to 19 million Americans have a hoarding disorder. Here are some signs and symptoms. According to the Mayo Clinic, they list the following as signs and symptoms that someone is a hoarder. Excessively acquiring items that are not needed or for which there's no space. Persistent difficulty throwing out or parting with your things regardless of actual value. Feeling the need to save these items and being upset by the thought of discarding them. Building up of clutter to the point where rooms become unusable and having a tendency toward indecisiveness, perfectionism, avoidance, procrastination, and problems with planning and organizing. Keep in mind that hoarding is different from collecting. Hoarders collect things and keep them very unorganized, whereas collectors collect things and put them on display and they are organized. So who's at risk for becoming a hoarder? The Mayo Clinic suggests that hoarding usually starts around age 11 to age 15, but it tends to get worse with age. Hoarding is more common in older adults than in younger adults. Three risk factors that may be conclusive if someone has a hoarding disorder is number one, personality. Many people with this disorder display indecisiveness or the inability to make their own decisions. They could also suffer because of family history, meaning they were oftentimes around people who were also hoarders, and so they developed those same habits as those other family members. Some people develop hoarding disorders after experiencing a stressful life event that they had difficulty coping with, such as the death of a loved one, divorce, eviction, or losing possessions in a fire. Now we're going to hear about how Martha and her daughter Ileana describes how they believe she became a hoarder. I believe my mother began hoarding because of a traumatic event in her life. My 
guess is that it had something to do with my birth father. A couple of years after high school, I met the father of my daughter. We dated for a while, and then I got pregnant. And that's when I found out he was married. So he lied to me because he told me he was not married. That was very hurtful. Very hurtful. And he wanted more kids. But I never was with him again. Never. Out of respect for his wife. I believe my mother began hoarding to deal with the deception. I know my mother had a dream of being married with the family, having her own home. And I do believe that the hoarding is a manifestation of not having that in her life to fill a void that she felt. From this clip, it appears that the root cause of Martha's hoarding could be associated with depression. Depression may be deeply rooted underneath all of her clutter because she started her life with a man that she thought was going to spend the rest of her life and his life together. But instead, she found out that he was married and that because he was married, she thought it was a good idea for her to sever all ties with him. Now, this story sounds very familiar to me because I personally had a close relative of mine that I had a conversation with years before she passed away. Because I actually asked her this question, why is your house so messy? Like Martha, her three-story house was filled to the brim with bags and boxes of stuff that made it very difficult to get around her home. She was also very sick and living alone. I remember her telling me that when she was younger, she fell in love with this man. But he was a blue-collar worker and she was a white-collar worker and her family didn't approve of him. She said that they remained friends throughout their lives, but he moved on and eventually married someone else and had kids with them. She told me that she bought all of this stuff to try to fill the void that she was missing not having him in her life. And so it's pretty much a way for her to try to avoid the loneliness she experienced. She is now deceased and was never married, nor did she have any kids. Although her heart was broken in a different way than Martha's, I believe this episode of Hoarders shines a light on an issue that I believe the majority of us overlook, and that is life events may cause us to go into a deep depression that could trigger people to become a hoarder. Some people eat their way through sadness, some turn to addictions such as alcohol, drugs, or gambling, and Martha's and my family member's case, it was compulsive hoarding. So what kinds of items do hoarders usually hold on to? According to the International OCD Foundation, most often people hoard common possessions such as paper especially mail and newspapers. They may also hoard things like books and clothing, containers, and containers filled with boxes, paper, and plastic bags. Usually these items may have some value. However, they hoard more than they can reasonably use. Let's hear a clip of things that Martha collects. The majority of the stuff in my house are probably boxes of clothes and bags. I like to collect clothes jewelry, costume jewelry mostly. Sometimes I save up for good jewelry. Some antiques, but not very many. There's also sentimental things that belong to my mom and dad. Well, I can't get rid of that. As you heard in the clip, Martha hoards the typical items most commonly seen in the majority of hoarders' homes. Next, we're going to talk about the effects of hoarding. Severe clutter threatens the health and safety of those living in or near the home, 
causing health problems, structural damage, fire, and even death. Expensive and emotionally devastating evictions or other court actions can lead to hospitalizations and sometimes even homelessness. Conflict with family members and friends who are frustrated and concerned about the state of the home and the hoarding behaviors. I previously mentioned that Martha is living with health issues and that she is living without running water to cook or bathe with. It is not known if Martha's sickness is because of her lifestyle or if it is hereditary. Additionally, Martha has experienced much conflict and concern from her family because of her hoarding condition over the years. So here is a clip from Martha's daughter on how hoarding has affected her family and her friends. So, Martha, this is where your dad slept. Right, in the twin bed. Yeah, and I'm noticing that we have all of your dad's clothes I know, here. I know. You told me to try to get rid of them. Well, I'm just wondering, is there a reason that you feel a need to hang on to them? No, there's no reason, but I just can't do it right now. What does that mean exactly? Emotionally ready yet. When I'm emotionally ready, stabled, of course, I will donate them. What would it mean to you to let go of them today? What, what would that, that mean? That would be hard, very tell, hard. Tell me, tell me what would make it hard. Emotionally, it would be very hard for me. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Yes. Please. It wasn't emotionally hard for you to have Grandpa sleep in this room? No. After, he, no, listen. Very listen. No, he wasn't. He yes, wasn't. He wa it wasn't. How like is this? this? Yes, it was. I was, was in here path. in 2016. It doesn't matter if there's a path. That man worked for 60 plus years to sleep like a homeless no, he person. Wasn't. Yes, he Not did. That long. He slept in this filth, in this heat, when he worked for 60 years to have air conditioning. No, he, he had air conditioning. Let me talk. Okay. To have water, to have air conditioning. He had water. The, the water broke down the end of April. You don't understand that the reason people in our family are not close to you is because of what you've done to Grandpa and Grandma. That is why. They were very no. happy. How could they be happy in here? Grandma was not happy. She it's was like not happy. You've convinced yourself that she's no, happy. No, no. She wanted to die in her bedroom, not in a hospice. Her last dying words were, were quiero ir a mi casa. I want to go to my house. That's what I heard her say. And you don't want to let go of clothing still? Okay, I understand. If you refuse to clean this mess up, I'm no, sorry. I don't, I I don't, don't know refuse. what you want from us. I don't refuse. Of you're refusing not. to give away clothes that you're not going to wear instead of honoring Grandpa and maybe not having him have slept in this room. How could he live here? It How could he die like here? Okay. People don't live like this. From this clip, her daughter Ileana specifically wants her mother to take ownership for how hoarding has caused conflict in her family. Now, the question you may be wondering if you're listening right now is, can compulsive hoarding be treated? The short answer is yes. In extreme cases, professional services that you see on this show, Hoarders, can come to clean and organize your home. They also provide a psychologist to help the victim of hoarding to learn how to let go of their clutter and to give them a plan to prevent future clutter. Here is a reaction of Martha as she entered her home for the first time after it has been free of clutter and has been organized. Oh my God. Come on in, Martha. Oh my God. It looks the way it used to look like. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you. Come on in. All of you. <laughs> Thank you, Ethan, for writing them. Thank you. I'm so sorry. 
you, sweetheart. <laughs> to look at the surprise and amazement on her face, oh, that's, it's priceless. Oh, my God. Oh. It looks gorgeous. take you over here to do something else. Excuse me, Indiana. Oh, God. So, do you want to see if it turns on? Of course. Oh, great. Fantastic. You can wash the dishes now. You can take I a shower in your own house. Anymore. That's right. And I can cook. And that's fantastic. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Wow. amazing. It looks gorgeous. Martha, I know that previously you had been hanging on to a lot of your father's things. Maybe there are better ways to honor your father. Of course. And I want to show you one now that Carolina set up. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so much. His army days, the flag. Beautiful. Thank you, Carolina. It was a pleasure. It's gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. Eliana, it looks like you're feeling something here. What are you what are you experiencing in this room? Um I think um he's in a place of honor now. Where before he lived in in an environment that he didn't deserve. This is better now. Much better. Yes it is. Yes it is. This show ended with a beautiful ending. I'm not sure if this show does follow-ups, but it would be helpful to us, the viewers, to see if people like Martha has been able to sustain long-term with getting rid of compulsive hoarding. So what are your thoughts on hoarding? Has this episode made you want to go through your home, discard, donate, and organize the things in your home? Are you a victim of hoarding? For further information and help on how to overcome hoarding, I will leave the links in the description box. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. Please consider subscribing for more great content. If you are a returning subscriber, welcome back. Please share this episode with a friend. That's all I have for now. Until next time, I will talk to you later.